It's 519 News Talk 1400. I'm Scott Beatty. It's our Sports Talk segment. Matt Daniels is here. He is the editor of the News Gazette sports page on IlliniHQ.com. Bob Osmussen, columnist for the News Gazette sports pages as well, joins us on the line. Start with you, Matt. Good afternoon. Hi, Scott. How are you? I'm doing well. We're going into a three-day weekend. A very newsy, sports newsy day, though. True. With the announcement that... Some U of I student-athletes will be coming back to campus. Also uh, got to hear from Bobby Roundtree. We'll play some of that audio in a moment as well. Yeah, it's the first time Bobby Roundtree <coughs> excuse me, has, uh, has talked to the media in, in uh, over a year since his uh, tragic swimming accident in, in Florida in, in May of 2019 that... Uh, has left him, uh, you know, paralyzed and then trying to uh, have the ability to to walk again. Uh, I know Scott Ritchie, our, our beat writer, is in on that Zoom call, and he'll have a complete story. Actually, have two stories in uh, in Saturday's uh, News Gazette off of that, and then uh, you know Jeremy Bush, the head athletic trainer for Illinois football, uh, was in on the call as well, just to kind of detail Roundtree's recovery as well. So uh, that should be a very informative, enlightening read. Uh, as we, uh, you know, are still working on Saturday's paper at the time right now. And then, uh, like you said, Scott, the uh, the plan that Illinois released earlier today to welcome back uh, some of its student-athletes starting June 3rd, uh, just with football and men's basketball for the time being for voluntary workouts uh, is definitely an eye-opener. And uh, we'll see how that, uh, how that progresses. And, you know, Illinois Athletic Director Josh Whitman had a a zoom call early, earlier this afternoon uh, where he touched on several issues and uh, you know he also said too that it's kind of like a uh, a test case for kind of how the rest of the university can kind of come back to uh, to campus hopefully later in 2020. Bob Osmussen on the line good afternoon Bob. Hi Steve. Hi Scott. I'm almost as Steve. Sorry about that. Hi Bob. Okay. <laughs> you almost sneezed you Hi, said? What's up? With a mask on right? No, uh, he almost said Steve. Yeah. So. Oh, I, well, my middle name's Steven, so. <laughs> We're good at it. Trying to remember which show you're on, which day it is. I know, that's hard. I so know, you remember yeah. Friday? That's what you said, too, when you start off the segment, Scott, was just, you know, we're going into a three-day holiday weekend, and honestly, until, like, I knew it was Memorial Day coming up, but until, like, maybe Wednesday is when it kind of hit me that, oh, it's it's really Memorial Day on, yeah. on Monday. Well, see, Fridays are something we used to have. <laughs> so, but <laughs> Now every day is just a Monday. Uh, uh, Bob, Where were we going with this, Scott? Well, I was going to ask Bob if you're ever the optimist. Are you feeling good about today's news? I, I think so, yeah. I think it, it's like a sign. It's a step they have to take. Because obviously you can't have football unless you start working out and having guys on campus. So I think it's a positive step, but it's also, I, I think, a very tentative step. I think you can't assume we're going to have football in the fall. I'm praying there's football in the fall. I hope there's football in the fall, but I'm not sure. I I felt better about it. I just saw a lot of releases from conferences and schools and all that. So I I think everybody's going to. They're all pointing that way because they have to. You have to say, hey, we got a plan coming. Otherwise, you won't be able to get it done. So I think Illinois did the right thing here today. They do, and I, you know, I credit, uh, you know, Jeremy Warner. He asked to Josh Whitman right out, you know, basically in so many words, what do you think of the optics of a student athletes getting to come back here right now when other students don't? And he, you know, you you have to consider from my perspective, you have to consider the reality that that yes, I mean, there's no doubt 
what sports brings to a university has to be factored in. If you're a university administrator, so, you know, while it stinks that maybe to a perspective of, let's say, an art student who doesn't have access to art studios here right now or whatever, but student-athletes are getting to come back, and you may see that as unfair. On the flip side, sports does so much for an institution under the American system that uh, you have to consider how to get this thing going, and you cannot get it going if you don't start doing things now. Yeah, it's just going to be very yeah. interesting to, yeah. to see, uh, you know, what happens. And, uh, you know, Scott wrote about it already and uh, for tomorrow's paper. But it, Josh Whitman did say, too, you think back to March 11th when Rudy Gobert tested positive for COVID-19 with the Jazz. It was just kind of this widespread panic. And then the NBA suspended its season, you know, about an hour or two later uh, after that. And as we sit here on May 22nd, we seem to know a lot more about the disease and uh, you know, Josh Whitman did bring up the fact that uh, if a student athlete does test positive for COVID, the, the steps that they would go into place, uh, you know, they'd be quarantined for 14 days and, and seeing how that process goes. And it's not like they're going to bring back the entire football team and have them all work out together. They're going to no. follow all the, the protocols and, and health guidelines that are out there. Uh, it helps them. They're not even going to be throwing a ball back and forth. No, it's just they're not going to be having seven on seven right mm-mm. now. This is so limited in scope. It's just more that it's happening here in their facilities. Yeah, and, and Lou Hernandez, the, the strength and conditioning coach, is going to have to get creative in uh, a lot of the workouts. And I know the football players have been doing that from home the last couple months from, from several I've talked to and several that Bob has talked to as well. And, um, yeah, it's just going to be an interesting kind of test run to see how – that affects football and men's basketball as well. And then, uh, you know, the plan is in, in July for three other sports teams to uh, have student-athletes return with uh, women's basketball, volleyball, and soccer, I believe. And then uh, cross-country would return in uh, mid-August, and then the rest of the athletes would return with uh, the normal student population uh, once campus hopefully is, is able to uh, be somewhat open, uh, you know, in, in late August when the school year normally rolls around. I've got a question. How do you socially distance in cross country? Run when faster. Country, when I well, when I ran cross country, I used to bump people off the bridge in my track on my on my home course. So I think that'd be tricky. But my daughter runs cross country, so I'm interested now that's going to work. But I think that's... that made a lot of good points, and I think there's there's going to have to be a lot of uh, very careful studying of this. You cannot go forward and take the uh, risk anybody's life. It'll risk anybody on that team, anybody on that staff. And if you think about it, this coaching staff, you know, the kids, it's one thing. The players, it's one thing. They're young. They're healthy. Most the coaches are a little bit older and a little more, maybe a little, I'm more worried about them. And of course, I'm worried about me and worried about Lauren. And I'm worried about Matt. And I'm worried about Matt's family. It's like, okay, we've got to really do this carefully. Because we jump into it and make a mistake, we're going to, we're going to live, live to re- regret it. And football is going to come back for sure at some point. Now, whether or not it has to come back full force in 2020, I'm not sure. I'd rather have it. I, my theory would be better safe than sorry. I'm hoping it comes back, but if it doesn't because it decided not to, then I think that's the right course too. Well, I think strictly from a, a monetary standpoint, uh, it's it's vital for for college athletic departments oh, yeah. across the country. I mean, there were 
uh, in a report yesterday that if uh, college football isn't played this season, that universities stand to lose $4 billion worth of revenue and, and money that really funds not only the football programs, but also the other programs in, in the athletic department. And, um, you know, we, and we, I've been guilty of this as well, saying, oh, well, you know, there's so much money and, and media rights tied to college athletics now. Well, college athletic departments still do depend on revenue from tickets and people actually going to football and basketball games and, and all that. And uh, sure. it's going to be very interesting to see how, if the season does start on time, what restrictions are placed on fans, if they're going to have games with no fans, what effect that going to have. If they do have fans, how do they social distance everyone to make sure that they're, uh, you know, it's weird to think this, but when's the next time we're going to see a sellout crowd at a sports game, any, any sporting event, right? Uh, it's, it's just weird. And Josh Whitman today was asked about the, uh, you know, what is this message? What's the message today to fans? Because th- anytime you see an incremental step like today's announcement, it gives you hope. So uh, Josh Whitman was asked asked about that, and of course he couldn't give a lot of details, but here's his thoughts so far and what it might mean for fans. The general message is that we hope to continue providing those little kernels of hope along the way here over the, the coming weeks. Uh, I'm not prepared today to, to talk about some of the plans that we've been developing related to the fan experience, and in particular uh, football, volleyball, soccer. Um, but needless to say, we have been active in those conversations. We've been walking parallel paths here uh, trying to get ready for the return of the student athletes, but also getting ready in anticipation of, of a fall. And what does that fall look like from parking and tailgating to ingress and egress to security, concessions, bathrooms, concourses, premium seating, uh, seating in general, students, bands, uh, on field participation? You know, the, the, the list is long uh, in terms of considerations that go into running a home football game. And, and now doing it in a safe uh, and health conscious manner in, in this new environment. So uh, we will have uh, announcements on that front in the coming weeks. Uh, we think that people will be, again, to use a word encouraged um, by, by some of the things that we've been able to put together. We want people to know that uh, we're being very thoughtful and intentional uh, when it comes to their health and well-being. Uh, we're intending to create an atmosphere that uh, we think will make everyone comfortable uh, and will still allow them to enjoy uh, Illinois athletics. Uh, and uh, we're, uh, we're hopeful that we can, there will be at Illinois athletics to enjoy. And ultimately, that, you know, obviously that's the big question and not one that will be ours to make. But assuming that that does come to pass, we, we certainly feel an obligation and, and we want our fans to recognize that uh, we're going to take every step necessary uh, to, to give them a great experience, but to do it in a way that uh, protects and, and looks out for them and their families. So there you have it. Not a lot of details, but I, I can tell you this. There will not be a full capacity at uh, Memorial Stadium this year. Insert joke here. I get it. But, no, with it's just not going to happen. But I think, you know, whatever developing they're doing, nobody knows. Well, even – go ahead, Bob. No, go ahead, Matt. All right, this is the the. It's the three-way fun, stop. The three yeah. Way, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, go, Matt, oh, go. Okay, go all Matt. right. Go um, thinking even past, you know, the immediate future, and I know we all live kind of in a world right now where it literally is kind of day by day and hour by hour. Although the, 
you know, the stark changes that we are all faced with come March 11th, March 12th have really, we've just adapted to it and, and moved on to it. But looking way down the road, you know, 15 months from now, you know, Illinois football is supposed to kick off its 2021 season against Nebraska in Dublin. Um, I'm gone. You may be the only one there, Bob, but I don't know. I mean, that's one thing. Like, are they going to have that game? I mean, Michigan and Kentucky basketball are supposed to play over, you know, in London this upcoming season. They moved that game. The NFL, you know, moved all five of their international games back to the States this season. I mean, that's a huge, again, this isn't a huge deal at all, but just thinking about it, what are they going to play that game in Dublin? Is that actually going to happen? I would say right now you don't know. And I think there's no hurry to get that answer. No, no, not at all. That's so far away. Uh, but I think I wonder about Notre Dame and Navy. They're mm-hmm. supposed to play theirs this year. I don't think they've canceled that game yet. I think they might. but well, I, I don't think they're think going they to. Yeah, I'd, I'd be I shocked if that game is played. But the other other thing I was going to point out that Josh Whitman did mention the media. Do you, know, you guys notice that or not? Thought that was interesting. He was talking about all these stakeholders. Like I'm like, okay, we're not my getting mentioned, but it's, I don't care. I, I think we're probably the last, we're below the last thing. Well, so yeah, and, and I mean, looking back on last Sunday's NASCAR race in, in Darlington, South Carolina, they only had four reporters there covering the race, and they only had one uh, TV reporter there in, in pit row, and the the broadcasters were off site, so. You know, the days of cram press boxes, too, I think, are uh, just this, on hold. Just this morning, John Rooney was talking. He's a Cardinals radio broadcaster, was talking with Brian Barnhart about how right now there's talk of team broadcasters broadcasting remotely from Major League Baseball games. So well, makes, if, if these are sense. team broadcasters, yeah, it makes sense in a way, but if these are team broadcasters, you know, I don't know about uh, – you know what press row is going to look like. I think we'll all just be happy there are sports. Yes, fact. I, I don't He's think we're. I don't think we're going to, you know, raise too much of a stink if we can't be there in person. You know, I, I think there'll be open suites there for. I, I would. I need a private booth up there. <laughs> so I, I need. So I'm the demand a private booth. You just I need a private booth for all your bags and equipment and computer and it's, it's everything really else. It's really true. Right, I got a lot of stuff, but uh, <laughs> I need more from the security of it too. Hey, there's so many things we haven't thought about that are going to come up. But, again, the great thing here is they've taken a step. Even, even if it's a little baby step, it's fine. It's moving the right way. And I think, again, you saw conferences across the country doing the same thing. So I think it's a really good thing. Let's uh, shift to uh, other positive news of the day. It's been a year since Bobby Roundtree, star football player for Illinois, suffered a tragic accident that resulted in a spinal cord injury and he spoke with the media today and for the first time and reflected on the year that has been this week it didn't feel like a year actually um you know when my mom said it when i was at therapy uh i was just like wow i mean it's been a it's been a long ride i mean it's and it's not finished yet but um it it wasn't really like getting to me at all because you know, seeing myself from the beginning until now, like um, knowing that I'm going forward, you know, um, it felt it feels good that, uh, you know, everyone's saying I'm making big games and it's only been a year. So 
And Bobby also commented, along with football trainer uh, Jeremy Bush, on how he has been beating the physical expectations. Yeah, I mean, I've been told I'm going against the odds. Even when I was in the hospital, uh, at Shirley Ryan, you know, I had a therapist pull me to the side and said, you know, they, nobody thought I'd be moving this quickly or even in a manual, I mean, yeah, manual chair, pushing myself around. And they just told me, you know, whatever goal you have, just keep it because they didn't expect this to be this soon. So, you know, I, and when somebody tells me I can't do something, I'm, I'll, I'll prove them wrong and show them I'll be able to do it. It might take me a couple of tries, but I'm going to do it. To, be, to piggyback on that, I'll tell you, when, when the accident first happened and we, we transitioned into a different hospital, uh, they said, uh, we need to lay out some realistic expectations. And I, I said, no, you don't. You don't know who you're getting your hands on here. Wow. Does that not put a smile on your face? Yeah, no, it was, it's great to hear from him. And I uh, can't imagine everything that's gone on in his life, you know, in the last 365 days or so. And uh, he's been a, a source of inspiration for Illinois fans here in, in Champaign-Urbana and, and throughout the country and throughout the world and, and just his progress and um, I'm, I'm sure he's had some, you know, dark days and, and dark moments and, you know, waking up, realizing your life is completely altered, you know, forever. And, uh, kudos to him too, for, you know, maintaining that positive outlook that he has. I know he, he posts almost daily, you know, biweekly videos on, on his Twitter account of him working out and, um, he, his effect on not only Illinois athletics, but the university as a whole and uh, the Champaign-Urbana community is going to be felt for, you know, years and decades to come. So he, he's going to be a, a source of inspiration for a lot of people. And um, you just, he had, you know, big plans and, you know, maybe if th things didn't happen, he'd be, you know, playing, prepping for his shot at the NFL, but he's going to have an, a chance to make such a greater impact on so many more people uh, than what he had. And, uh, you know, it's a, you feel weird even saying that because it's his life has taken such a drastic turn, but uh, the way he's handling everything, that's uh, incredibly just kudos to him for, for how he's dealing with everything. I, I really like the positive attitude because I've been, I mean, obviously not the same level of stuff he's been through, but I've been through my own challenges physically. And I realized early, and I think he did too, that being positive is by far the best way to go. You can be down and, and depressed and all that. doesn't do you any good. And I think the more you're happy, the more you're positive about it, the better off you're going to be long-term. And I think everything he wants to do, he has a chance to do because he's so positive, because he works tirelessly. And the fact that he is – I'm not surprised at all that he's beating odds. I, I think he will. And I, I, I root for him, obviously, like no other person because he just he's – was such a good kid first of all he was a really good person really easy to do with and and what he went through was obviously dreadful but he's he's uh maybe again maybe like matt said he's gonna have a more profound impact on people because of everything else so that's really cool when something is taken away from you and i think everybody right now can relate to that in the midst of this pandemic whether it's been a small thing or been very tragic in the loss of life or something very life-altering like the loss of a job, uh, it does rattle you. And uh, Bobby has has been the model for accepting and adapting new reality. I have another friend who's 
um, similar to Bobby uh, many years ago now, uh, 16, 17 years ago, went through a tragic car accident and her life in an instant, she became a quadriplegic. And she's she's also been a, a model of that, of, um, you know, she's open at times with the struggles and the disappointment, as you would expect out of anybody in that situation, but also embracing new normal and realizing there's life here to live and I've been given life and and things to do. Also today, uh, yeah. Bobby uh, talking about the uh, uh, his tradition with the team about being on FaceTime with the team in the locker room when uh, when they win, and he's he's got a favorite one he talked about. My favorite one was probably when we beat Wisconsin, just because you know you know I was calling everybody trying to trying to get in on it, and you know Io he called me and I was like. Thank God somebody called me and everybody's just like, this one's for you. And, you know, it, it just felt good that they let me in on the fun because I, I didn't know who to call because I knew everybody was dancing and turning up. Mm-hmm. But when one of them called me, it just felt great. And then I don't know, that, that felt great. You know, and then each week, every time we won, you know, either I would call somebody before they turned up or, where somebody would call me and I mean, that, that just felt great. You know, people in the hospital are looking at me like, what, what's going on? And I'm like, we won, like, let's go. And I seeing everybody with the, like their juices flowing. It just felt too good. And I think the IO there that referenced is IO Shagbonio. Yes, not IO to see. Right. Although, right. That'd be cool. He will become, he will become one of the most beloved people involved in, in sports in Illinois. I really believe that because, again, because of the attitude, because of all that he's done, you know, he's good, all that he's going to do. And I hope he, I hope he's here for, uh, if he wants to be here, I hope he's here for, for the rest, you know, as long as he wants to be. I, I think it'll be great to have him around. I think that he really, I think that he feeds off him. I think there's no question they got the ball last year in large part because the inspiration from him. And then nobody wanted to talk about that a whole lot last year. But I think when they look back years from now, they'll realize that guy really drove us, and he should have. One more from Bobby. He talked about his future goals. Well, you know, everybody keeps telling me to, to focus on my injury. Um, but, I'll, yes, I want to I walk again. I want to do – I want to be independent again. Also, uh, graduate from the university. Um, also, want. Uh, I want to look a little – I mean, yeah, I think I do want to start looking into coaching. Also, you know, start a business um, or a facility where, you know, people with injuries can, you know, get that rehab that that isn't going to, you know, cost a leg and an arm, you know. Because, I mean, like, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people that, that can't afford it but need – you know, that attention. So I don't want, I don't want to just, you know, just do for myself. I want, I want to look out for others that, that need that attention. There you go. I don't know. There's anything more to say. Bobby no. Roundtree. Pretty, pretty good. Well, the main thing, I think we always have to look at this. They're working on all these cures right now or treatments for COVID, which is great. But maybe along that line where they'll do, where they'll, while they're doing that, Maybe somebody will come up with something that will help Bobby down the road. I th- I, th- I do not do not think there will. I I would never say never about him doing getting back to 
full strength of doing everything you know he wants to do because I think uh, medicine is amazing, and I think we see all the time the advancements. I think nothing will surprise me with this guy. And I'm, I'm going again. I'm rooting for him. All right, before I let you guys go, what's coming up this weekend? Yeah, we got plenty of coverage off of uh, Bobby Roundtree today and uh, Josh Whitman talking and uh, all in Saturday's news to get that. Then uh, Sunday, Bob's ode to college football continues. He's got insight from uh, all 14 beat writers in the Big Ten as we break down uh, the East and the West in the Big Ten. And then uh, I've got some more stories of how the, the pandemic is affecting uh, a variety of people in the community from the owners of Indian Acres Swim Club here in Champaign to uh, noted sports broadcaster, icon, media uh, personality, Taylor Rooks, also uh, a Little League baseball player in Champaign, Brandon Comia from the Illinois baseball team. A lot of, uh, lot of interesting stories, I think, in the next couple of days here in the News Gazette. Very good. Bob, what do you got coming? What Matt said. <laughs> I, this I, is a rundown meeting right now? This is a budget meeting? Well, I wrote a column uh, for, I think it's running wrong. Yeah, it's man. running tomorrow. Uh, thank you. Well, about, about the, a time when they didn't have summer workouts. When I first got here, there were not summer, summer workouts work for football. The guys went home. And I wrote about that for tomorrow, kind of how things would change and how important this is now, but also how we used to be back in the day. I love those kind of columns because it reminds me, over the earlier days, when there was no COVID-19, for instance. <laughs> Guys, enjoy your holiday weekend. We'll talk to you again soon, all right? Thank you. Thanks, Scott. All right, all right. thanks. Thank See you, Bobby. See you, Matt. Matt Daniels, Bob Osmussen. Reminder, no Monday night sports talk on Monday night because of the holidays. Those guys will be back a week from Monday. There will be Saturday sports talk, though, tomorrow morning. We'll check weather after we tell you about it.